Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Radamic. Berto is your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. Today, I am actually pretty darn upset, you know, at uh, Mississippi. You know, but it's a classic thing. It's the, What's occurring in Mississippi today is exactly what we expect from what is the term that uh, Biden has been using? MAGA Republicans? Anyway, before we get started, though, you know I like to salute all my peeps. My peeps are in the house. We've got, we've got to go. Rodney says he's at the, he's at the doctor. Rodney, you be, you, you let us know how it goes. Brother Rodney is on the, is on the go. We also have Bridge MCP who is in the house. Norman Reynolds. I had to call Norman the other day because he was kind of quiet and. I can't have my brother being too quiet for too long, so I had to give him a call and say, Hey, man, where the hell have you been? We've been missing you here in the PDR Passe. All right, uh, let's see. We also have AVQ, Yvette Avery Herod is in the house. We have Deb Denny is in the house. Who else is in the house? Guys, make yourself known, those of you that are in the house. We're not very loaded quite yet, so this Labor Day weekend, I imagine a lot of people are on the run. Anyway, folks, go ahead and give me those thumbs up. Those thumbs up. You like that hat? Come on, please. Uh, put yours on. Take a quick snapshot with your iPhone or your, or your phone. Send it to me so I can put it up on the screen. With Bridge MCP and her PDR, her PDR cap. Her PDR, what is it? What is this called? Just a cap? I don't know. You know I'm getting old. What can I say? Let's see what else we got here. Folks, don't forget, though, you can go ahead and just, if you're on YouTube, you can see our, you can see the hat right there in the rack that you can go ahead right away and pick up one of these hats. By the same time, you support in politics done right. Anyhow, folks, we are going to have a great show for you today. What is the part of the show that's driving me crazy today? Well, I think I, I blog, it's funny because it's, it, uh, blogging at, at uh, Daily Coast is a lot simpler. Their interface is a lot simpler than WordPress, right? So I was putting all the show together and running out of time. And I said, I got to get this stuff up quickly so that everybody can see it. What the hell is going on here? Okay, easiest place to blog this baby. Go ahead and do it at Daily Coast because at Daily Coast is a lot easier. It's a lot simpler. So that's what I did. Anyhow, let me go ahead and put it on the screen because I think this is so, so, so important, my brothers and sisters. Uh, today's show is titled, Mississippi Rich Steals Welfare. Welfare funds. MAGA Republican speech is a must. And free speech TV. GM speaks. I had a good conversation with the free speech TV GM this uh, while we were at Netroots. But anyhow, I want to start with this story. I uh, Should I start with this story? Yeah. I have it as a story that I want to start with, unless you guys tell me otherwise. So I'm going to go here. The nation's poorest state, Mississippi, a red state. You know, they don't like to collect any monies from the rich to make sure that the poor uh, gets a fair share that the rich has been stealing from them. You know, they don't believe in that. At all, at all, at all. So here's the deal. The nation's poorest state used welfare money to pay Brett Favre for speeches he never made. Think about that. Think about that. And Yvette, I'll, I'll take your story right after this one, my dear friend. Um, but check this out. The state auditor says $70 million 
in federal welfare funds went to Favre, a volleyball complex, and a former pro wrestler in a scandal that has rocked Mississippi. Yeah, we've seen it on, MSN, on NBC and MSNBC, but this story should be a lot bigger. And let me tell you why. If you go to Jackson, Mississippi, Jackson, Mississippi has been begging for funds, a few million dollars, decade after decade. Alistair Waters, welcome to Politics Unright. Yvette Avery Herod, welcome to Polit Politics Unright. Nanette Bird-Smith, I didn't see you in the list, but I saw you are referenced by, by Bridge MCP, so welcome aboard as well. Anyhow, they can't get clean water. Peggy Lopez, welcome. They cannot get clean water in Jackson, Mississippi, the largest city in Mississippi. There are pictures on the internet where the governor of Mississippi has a big, shiny tanker truck with fresh water in front of his mansion in Jackson, Mississippi. While the people in Jackson, Mississippi don't have clean water. That is what we call MAGA Republican policies. The mayor of Jackson has been begging. The infrastructure in Jackson has been crumbling. All you people who moved out of Jackson with white flight. A, a, a young lady today, I did an interview with a young lady today, uh, Molly Cook, who is talking about here in Texas, the I-45 project. She single-handed, well, she with a lot of other activists ensured that it didn't get built. But he's been begging all these people left Jackson, right, to live in the suburbs. Suburbs that have new water plants subsidized by all these people in Jackson. Because all the corporations, the major corporations, and all these guys are stationed in the state capital, Jackson, Mississippi. But they don't have clean drinking water. And the restaurants out there are having to buy their water. And at the same time, having to pay for the water, the dirty water that comes through the, the taps. Mississippi, MAGA, Republican policies I am from a third world country you don't see that I've been to Costa Rica I've been to Guatemala I've been to El Salvador I live in Panama born in Panama been to Jamaica been to Santo Domingo Dominican Republic been to Mexico you remember in Mexico you couldn't they would tell you Montezuma's revenge don't drink the water and guess what? You can't go to Jackson, Mississippi and drink the water. It won't give you Montezuma revenge. It'll kill you. Here in the United States of America, this exceptional country, you can't drink the water in many of its cities. And you know, there's something familiar with the looks of all those cities where you can't drink the water. Uh, what's that city in Michigan again? That you can't drink the water because they decided the clean, clear lake Michigan was not good enough for it, was too good for its people. So they made you drink out of the Detroit River, polluted with all kinds of lead, etc. Right? What do you think's going on here? What's going on here? And now we find out that seven. Dollars that should have go, gone to the Flint, Michigan. Thank you, Alistair Waters. 
$70 million that should have gone to the, to the people most in need because of a state that doesn't take care of its people, because of a state whose policies are based on a type of, a, a type of arcaneness that kills. And who takes the money that all of us, from, from all of us that pay a lot of taxes, that money came from the federal government. And what did the MAGA Republicans do in Mississippi? They stole the money. They stole welfare money. They themselves. You know, they always talk about the rich, the wealthy. Brett Favre, millionaire, millionaire football player. Gets a million dollars for doing nothing. And you dare look at those guys in the streets and say, get a job? You didn't earn it? While we have Brett Favre getting a million dollars for doing a speech that he never did. Do you guys get the evil within? I want you to think about that, folks. $70 $70 million and the people who rep, reap the rewards of that $70 million are rich people. I want to put that into some context. Everybody talks about, well, guess what, man? We have these infrastructure projects and all of that kind of stuff. The only reason the portion of the infrastructure project, remember, the infrastructure uh, was bill was divided into two, the human infrastructure and the hardware infrastructure, meaning building roads, etc., and all those good things, right? Check this out, folks. I want you to really understand this. Why did Republicans say it was okay to pass that infrastructure project, but not the human one, the other one, because they did exactly what Favre and and the other Mississippi Republicans have been doing. Stealing. It's the same thing they do in Iraq. Why they like wars. Because you know what? With wars come a lot of welfare money from the government. So that they can go and hire a lot of people from third world countries to serve the troops. And as they serve the troops on five cents on the dollar. They pocket the rest. The wealthy. Like I've always told you folks. You sit down and think there's something. About the wealthy. Most of the wealthy just make great thieves, great thugs, great thugs in ties. It is so important. It is so important for you to understand what I'm saying here, folks. It is so important. My screen went dead. My screen went black. Come on, screen, come back up. Where did you go? There you go. We can't have you going blank screen. We need you on. Yes, folks. So I need you to understand that. Mississippi, Brett Favre stole a million dollars and he still, he gave back most of it, but he still owes 200 something thousand dollars in interest from the stolen money. Think about it. Now here I am talking about something that is substantive. Substantive of how the rich rips off the poor over and over and over again. And Eric Hayes says, Egberto, how are you paying for inflation? I mean, climate and tax bill of $74 billion. And how, does, how nonsensical, huh? Come on, Hayes. Happy holiday weekend to you too, Shiba Las Vegas. Okay, let me go ahead and start reading what you guys have written down here. 
um, let's see, Yvette Avery Herod says, uh, pilots are still at it. And since she wrote that, and Yvette has special mention here, I'm going to put that on the screen as well. She says, Delta pilots picket at Hartsfield-Jackson seeking a new labor pact. Pilots say they haven't had raises in three years. Delta wants a contract that promotes a strong balance sheet. Hundreds of, of off-Delta air pilots picketed at Hartsfield. Um, yeah, they want more money, but what about the people that work on... You know, you were on our show several times, uh, Yvette. Talking about the pilots getting everything that they want. They're always getting the things that they want. But uh, the people that are working under the plane and, the, and, and many of the others are always left behind. So um, I don't, I'm not going to read this right now. What I want to ask you to do, uh, Yvette, is if you can just type a little something in there to tell me what direction we need to go with the pilots on Delta. Just so that I, I know I'm not, I'm not going through the wrong narrative. Alistair Water says, hi everybody. Uh, E2247 says, as you read the more detailed inventory unsealed by Judge Aileen Cannon, 45 is under investigation not just for unlawful retention of classified docs. I know. But 45 is also under investigation for 18 U.S.C. 2071 and 18 U.S.C. 1519 for concealing documents under 2017, under 2071, for removing them. Uh, you know, I, I think they're really concerned that this guy may have already sold... We don't know. Uh, may have already sold something. Who knows? But I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past him. All right. Eric says California using fossil fuel and relying on them. Why they green new deal sustainable energy? Uh, I don't know what you're trying to say there, but your words are running onto each other. Why is the green state relying on fossil? Is uh, don't you have the answer to that question? Because we're not yet a, we, we don't yet have green infrastructure. That's what we're building. That's what we're trying to build. That the, that, that the right is trying to avoid, not realizing that you have to creep before you walk, before you run. But yeah, what you can't expect too much out of folks like that, right? Deb Denny says, E2247, there was a report earlier that they also found empty folders. I saw that. They don't know where classified, top secret, sensitive, compartmented documents that should be in them are. Like I said, did he sell them? We don't know. All right, Lee Grant says, hey, y'all. From the semi-fascist wing of the PDR Posse. You know what? Uh, you are not the semi-fascist wing of the PDR Posse, Lee Grant. Lee Grant, I know you too well. I know you like to put that out there to kind of put some spice in the show, so thank you, man. But guess what? Guess what? It doesn't matter. I love you, brother. I know the fact that you support PDR. I know that fact that you, you're here every day, brother. You're one of us. All right. As Bridge MCP says, please, guys, give us those thumbs up. 19 people walk, watching, 19 people on YouTube. We have several more on, on Facebook, lots on Twitter, and on uh, Twitch. So come on in, folks. Keep on bringing those things in. Eric Hayes says, No, I won't read that one. I read already. Uh, we also have Daniel Ledo says, I care what motivates you. That's where we differ. <laughs> I think that's what she's saying. She does care what motivates you. All right, what else we got here? Dev Denny, CIA agents, uh, security reported. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, let's go with the first, um, the first video. The first video, I, uh, you know, I, I did a whole lot of stuff at, at Netroots Nation. And um, 
it was pretty great talking to the the new general manager of uh, the new general manager of Free Speech TV. He has a lot that he's going to be doing at Free Speech TV, some of which uh, we discussed. And of course, I'm here talking to you guys. And in the process of uh, talking to you guys, guess who didn't cue that Free Speech TV show? But as I am talking to you and trying to kill a few seconds while I do it, and you know sometimes the mind is doing one thing and the hand's doing something else, well, I'm, I'm going to my interview folder right now to pick up that Free Speech TV interview so that I can play it for you. Guess when? Right this minute. Welcome to one more edition of Politics Done Right, directly and live from, guess where? Pittsburgh, PA, Netroots Nation 2022. I am honored today because you know how we love Free Speech TV. It's a company that I tell you all the time, we have to keep afloat. Right? And guess who I have today? The leader. The press. What's your title, sir? So my official title is General Manager. The of Free General Speech Manager of Free Speech TV. Yes. Rafael Espinosa. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Thank Man, you for having it's me. It's a pleasure to have you. I mean, uh, oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, just fixing that for you. I, I appreciate <laughs> that, my brother. Look, let me, t- let, let me tell you, first of all, I am so happy that you. I think it is important that. We have an independent press yes. that is out there uh, to tell the stories the way it really is. So, right. first of all, tell me a little bit about yourself. So, I just started at Free Speech TV in May of this year. Uh-huh. Um, I come from corporate media, uh-huh. and after I left corporate media, over I worked in corporate media for over twenty years. Right. Um, I got into the nonprofit um, mm-hmm. organization and in the space, um, working uh, in the environmental right. advocacy space, where I was working. For a statewide organization in Colorado mm-hmm. um, called Colorado Rising that uh, was the mission was to protect the health and safety of communities that right. were impacted by gas and oil um, mm-hmm. op- operations, um, anti-fracking, mm-hmm. uh, and so um, was there for very fulfilling work. Right, yeah. so I was there for a few years and uh, I got this opportunity for Free Speech TV, which is a nonprofit by the right. way, an independent media company um, that is supported by donors. Mm-hmm. Um, so check us out on freespeech.org. Um, and uh, it was uh, it was just a, a natural calling. Um, uh, the job found me basically in the sense that, you know, this was a fusion of my experience in the nonprofit right. advocacy space right. and working in commercial media, now working in nonprofit, non-commercial, public interest media. Um, so that's how I found myself here. So it's basically a good um, fusion, like I said, of my career. Well, let, let me tell you, guy, uh, and I want I want to speak directly to the audience about this because if you heard what Rafael said, he left corporate media to come to uh, nonprofit, independent media. I want to say something, Rafael. I did this is this is this is for you, sir. Um, a lot of folks look at wait, what you you went from the big thing to come right. to the to the that is what good positive altruism is all about. We have to make a change and we can only make a change if some of us are willing to step up. And I want to first shake your hand and give you you a thank you because we need people who are willing to do that and you step you put your foot into the door yeah thank you yeah and you know what it was it was it was timely right Right. um you know i was actually loving um working in the environmental you know advocacy world um and you know um advocating for those communities that were being impacted by you know uh, the 
the financial and the environmental impacts of oil and gas. Right. So um, with that being said, um, it, it catapulted me into this position. Um, is the light too high? The, yeah. No, we, 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 but yeah. we'll, we'll, I'll, okay. I'll clean it up. Yeah. Okay. All right, because um, I can't, I can't open my eyes. Now. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's, it's amazing. It's too bright. What I'm gonna do is I, I yeah. am gonna, I'm gonna make. I'm us, squinting now, man. Yeah, I'm gonna so, twist yourself, and we'll, okay. we'll, we'll, yeah. uh, we'll get yeah. get a little change here. There we go. So as the light shines upon me, yeah. right? <laughs> no, um, I saw the light. I saw, you the, saw the light. I, I saw yeah. the light. I did. Um, you know, uh, relatively speaking, you know, so I thought, you know, with the, all this, the experience I had working in commercial TV and commercial radio, mm-hmm. um, you know, really gave me the, gave me the foundation to, you know, elevate a station like free speech TV. Not, we're, we're a small station, mm-hmm. with a, you know, with a big reach. We reached uh, approximately 30 million people. Wow. We're on all VOD streaming service, mostly all VOD streaming services right. like Amazon Fire, Roku. We're on Dish Network. We're on DirecTV, uh, Apple Plus, Apple right. iOS. So, you know, the, we have a lot of potential. Right. And, uh, you know, the hire was intentional. Uh, we are looking to, you know, um, elevate our game um, in the anti-racism space. Right. We're looking to uh, become a multi-ethnic uh, network that's, that touches on the issues right. that impact people of color. Right. Through an anti-racist lens. Right. Right. So, you know, we're looking to develop those programs um, within our programming. Right. right. And documentaries. So, you know, a great time for free speech TV when it comes to that. But we do need help. We do need help. Right. We're a nonprofit. Right. So we're seeking help. We, you know, we have a strong donor base. Um, but we're seeking help from um, everybody around the country that are free speech TV fans. Or if you're not a free, you know, if you don't know about free speech TV, check us out. Um, you know, we have some great programs. Uh, Democracy Now! is one of our right. marquee programs, right? Um, yeah. Tom Hartman, David Pacman. So mm-hmm. strong lineup. Um, but we want to strengthen those lineups also with the topics that impact people of color, with talent that are, you know, uh, people of color. Um, and uh, that's why they brought me on board, right? You so know what is interesting is uh, you didn't even give me a chance to, like, ask you that question. You were just ready to tell me yeah. what Free Speech TV is all about. Yeah. And you know what? I've, I've been following Free Speech TV, and um, I have uh, personally, I loved it, first of all. Tom Hartman is one yes. of my favorites. Amy yeah. Goodman, I love Amy Goodman. Know them, I know both of them, and Tom comes on to politics and right frequently. Yes. But... Um, it did need a little bit more diversity, not because those who were there had any issues, but just because you need that perspective. And absolutely, tell me a little bit about what you intend to do about so, that. So, on that note, yes, you know the the, the perspective, you know, in, in media companies tends to be uh, somewhat singular at times, right? right? So that that includes, you know, not just what's going on on the broadcast side, but also on the digital media side. Right. So my goal is to bring a variety of those perspectives. Right. Um, not only um, on, on our on-air on programming, but right. also our digital programming on right. our websites, on our social media, um, because uh, singular perspectives, after a while, you know, corporate media has uh, de- departments, you know, right. that, that deal with this, but this, the perspectives get really singular, right? right? So we need perspectives from black community, Latino community, Latinx community, indigenous communities, right. um, you know, our Asian uh, communities. So it's, it's, that's the goal is to ensure that we're um, kind of promoting the experience, right. right, of the impacts of the issues of the day. Right. So for us, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a huge undertaking mm-hmm. because obviously, you know, um, there might be some resistance even within progressive movements, right. as we know, yes. um, that, you know, when it comes Tell to me a little bit about that, you know, um, I could give you an example about that is in the environmental space, you right. know, and in the, uh, there's, uh, although there's, it's a strong progressive movement, mm-hmm. it's a very white dominant, right. Right. Progressive movement. 
Um, and now that more people of color get involved in the environmental space, there's 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 been some you know friction, friction yeah. resistance at times mm -hmm. um, because uh, I was even told you know this is our movement. Really, really, yeah. At, at one point, when I was uh, working in, the, in that space, right, um, and as an as a part part indigenous man, right, you know, you know, they're exploiting our lands that are right. occupied, right, right. on these right. occupied lands. Um, you know, um, that's where I took it to heart. I was like, the, this is something where, yes, you're impacting, you know, the envir environmental impacts of gas and oil. Right. Impacts everybody. Right. Not just people of color, but th right. the ones that are impacted most are obviously people of color. And it, it, it seems so. like it's always the case, uh, you know, that those are the people that, that, that have gotten the brunt of our industrialization, the brunt, uh, the brunt of our progress. Has always been on the hell. The 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 brunt, the success of this country was on the backs of black Americans, black or, or the, the ancestors. The ancestors, exactly yes, yes, right. Absolutely. So I mean, you take a look at that, and, and, and not only that, because you know, yes, you know, the, the documented slaves were were mm -hmm. black folk, but we also know that the uh, indigenous people were held as well. We also know that the Chinese who built the Pacific Railroad. Uh, as indentured servants Absolutely. themselves, uh, sort of, yeah. I mean, might as well have been right. that way. So it, it is endemic to the system. Absolutely. And the contributions that our communities have made to this right. country, right? You know, and often not acknowledged as they should be. Right. You know, in the case of reparations for the black community. Right. Um, the immigrant populations that the border the border was moved for us. We didn't. We, we were exactly. there the whole time. Exactly. So you know, we you know the the border the border crossed us. We didn't right. cross the border, right? Exactly. So you know, and, and I'm preaching to the choir here. But um, at the end of the day, you know, actually, I want to correct that. You're preaching to the space to the space that needs that right. needs that that needs that information, and that correct. is why I think um, that is why I think Rafael that it is so important to have a, a general manager like yourself mm -hmm. running. Uh, the the company yeah. with the expectation that boards or whoever else or you know that bring the funding the developers etc acknowledge that it is time I mean you're not trying to take away anything from anybody absolutely you are trying to bring yeah. integrate everybody yeah. into a system that belongs to us all at the end of the day you know I had a board member that's here uh, today um, at Netroots um, mm -hmm. the way he put it it's you know it's it's TV for freedom fighters and freedom lovers there you go. At the end of the day, that's that's the direction we want to go is, you know, um, have a network and a, a media outlet that's going to be for people like us. Right. That, you know, we, we we're freedom lovers and we're freedom fighters for the for the good of all all society. Right. Um, but the my role was, you know, and my hire is intentional. Right. It's intentional um, in the sense that, you know. In corporate media, there's very few people like me right. in positions of uh, power, of power uh, yeah. and authority within these structures, right? Right. Um, and this the dismantling of these structures that we're trying to promote as well, right? Um, through through that anti-racist lens and 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 dissolve, if you will, um, the the white supremacist structures um, that have so much, as you know, yes, um, you know, uh, of, uh, impacted media. Um, the other the other thing um, yes. is truth telling, right? Yes. You know, we want to be a truth telling right. outlet that's going to speak the truth. You know, and speak truth to power. Exactly. You know, I, and I think that is so important because you know all, all the stories and fairy tales that I mean, and 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 not having the truth. Our country, in my opinion, I'd, I'd like to hear your opinion on this. Mm -hmm. I think our country is in trouble today, not because I need to adjust this a little bit more. 
I think our country is in trouble not because people are bad, but because people are ill-informed, people are lied to, and having a channel that we can get penetration that's actually there as an alternative that right. we can actually say, free speech TV says this. And guess what? As I do on Politics Done Right, you know, today I just got through with my program and one of the, uh, the, 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 the one, somebody comes on and they say, uh, green energy is going to get us all killed. Great. I, I, didn't, I, I, I didn't go ahead and say, you crazy right. SOB. I said, could you please explain to me so that I can understand exactly. how is green energy going to get us killed? Right, right. Exactly. And, and the, the, the point I want to drive here, Gilberto, is that, you know, um, those that don't see our perspective or those that don't believe our perspective, right. you know, I think we need to get away from attacking them. Right. We need to em embrace them and educate them. Right. Right. Um, not not compete in a sense or exactly um, because i think that's where america you know the divide in america has yeah. led us to where we're at today right you know and so i believe um we really need to focus on um again you know educating folks that are falling victim to this misinformation disinformation mm -hmm. right um so i think one of the key elements is ensuring that we're not we're not being actually and, and, and counter to our beliefs. Mm -hmm. We're not being exclusive of them. We should include them. Right. Right. And we should be able to ensure that they're being educated properly and follow up like, you know, it, it, and get away from the tribal right way of thinking and the tribal dynamic that we're that we're actually living under right now. Uh, so which, crazy time to be alive. Which, uh, como los dos somos Latinos, voy a hacer. Dos oraciones en, 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 en español. Muchas gracias por estar aquí con nosotros aquí en Politics Done Right. Uh, dime lo que vas a hacer uh, con Free Speech TV. ¿Dónde piensas llevarlo? ¿Cómo vas a, a, a agregar pues, a sí. otra clase de gente que, que no estamos acostumbrados a verles en la pantalla? Sí, pues muchas gracias por la pregunta. Pero mira, um, el enfoque de Free Speech TV va a ser uh, una cadena inclusiva uh -huh. que nosotros um, vamos a promover a uh, todas las temas que impactan nuestras comunidades, ¿va? Entonces, para nosotros es algo muy importante y um, que nos exige para, para tener un, un lugar donde, donde está el pueblo, uh -huh. más bien, ¿verdad? Claro. Entonces, para nosotros es algo que vamos a enfrentar. Uh -huh. um, tenemos nuestros obstáculos, obvio, ¿verdad? Uh -huh. Pero, um, en fin, tenemos que estar preparados también y, 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 y hacer el ejemplo. Claro. Es el ejemplo porque las generaciones que, no, que, que nos sigue Ajá. necesitamos a, a, a prepararlos, uh -huh. ¿verdad? Para, para que se puedan activar ellos y movilizar en, en estos esfuerzos, ¿verdad? Y espero que esta cadena uh, nos ayuda, tú sabes, a lanzar ese movimiento. Te voy a decir algo. Ah, teniendo a una persona como usted ahí siendo el gerente. General, de, sí, el sí. general. Sí. En el, para de. de, de um, Free Speech, Free Speech TV. TV. Sí, señor. Eso será un cambio necesario. Así que sí. felicitaciones muchas por gracias. el nuevo trabajo. Muchas, muchas gracias. Y espero, estoy sí. esperando mucho de lo que vas a proveer. Y le quiero, y le quiero decir de Free Speech TV también, le, le, le quiere apoyar a usted. Um, entrevistamos a, a, a nuestro servidor aquí um, en Free Speech TV. Entonces, uh, conéctase con Free Speech TV, freespeech.org, o nos puede saber en cualquier de las cadenas de suscripción como Amazon Fire, uh, estamos en Sling TV, uh, Direct TV, Dish Network, y los demás puedes investigar e ingresar freespeech.org.
Let me finish in English. Okay. Uh, look, switch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we switch that's back. How to, we do, right? That's how we do. That's how we do. <laughs> anyway, look, uh, let me tell you, first of all, congratulations Thank on you the very new much. job. Uh, just Thank listening, you. I, I, you, we had spoken several times and there's much that you've said here yes, sir. that you hadn't said before. Uh, something that uh, all of us listening here have to be impressed with. Thank and you. Thank also, you. not only impressed, but thankful that uh, Free Speech TV is going to be taken off, taken to a new place. Not that that Free Speech TV wasn't a great place before, right. but you're taking it to new heights by making sure it is very inclusive. And let me be clear, it's not just myself. We have a strong team. I mean, we have a strong team of broadcast professionals, nonprofit professionals, a team that's um, that has bought into our mission. Uh, so the thing is, for me, that's a luxury mm -hmm. um, because this team is super strong. The work that they're doing um, to elevate free speech, speeches distribution, mm -hmm. and our content is amazing. Not to mention, as a nonprofit, our development efforts right. through our donation efforts, right? So again, I got to give um, you know credit where credit is due. Um, you know, is the strong free speech TV that keeps us on the air. Rafael Espinosa, muchísimas gracias. Gracias por la oportunidad. Le agradezco mucho. Muchas gracias. All right, I hope you enjoyed that. Now, I'm going to be going to uh, Deb Denny, which has, she, she wrote an interesting thing that we need to take into account. And also, I want to address Daniel Ledo very respectfully with the statement that I have for him. I want to do our ask real quickly first, and then we'll go, get back into talking about the, what, what, uh, what uh, Biden is calling MAGA Republicans. Very important. And actually, it's not the hat uh, that's making me crazy right now, Bridge MCP. It's just that I've been, uh, you know, I, I, I was working with KPFT. The show is going on KPFT five days a week uh, in, in, in a fashion, and we're putting all of that together as well as keeping this going five days a week. So it's just a matter of me being a little bit into a whole lot at the same time uh, between KPFT and our internet show here. So anyway, let me go ahead and do my ask, and I will be right, right back. Politics done right depends on you to keep doing what we do. What do we do? We make sure to keep, number one, the internet seeded with blogs and information to counter the right and to present what progressives represent for the benefit of us all to everybody so that it's not misread, misled by any other entity. We make sure and populate that internet with blogs, with videos, with all these other things to make sure that we are informed and to counter everything that you normally hear that, that are lying at the right. We also make sure to create articles in, in magazines, articles in newspapers all around the country to ensure, again, that our message gets out there. Last but not least, we also write books. As you see it, Class Warfare, The Only Re Resort to Right-Wing Doom, How to Make America Utopia, are two of the many books that I've written on these issues. So please support us in one of many ways. Numero uno, you can support us at PayPal, either one time or monthly. Go to politicsdoneright.com slash PayPal. You can support us on Patreon. That is politicsdoneright.com slash Patreon. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. You can support us by becoming a part of our YouTube channel, going to politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube, or you can support us in many other forms that you can find at politicsdoneright.com slash support. Be sure to visit our store, politicsdoneright.com slash store, and get our books at politicsdoneright.com slash books. 
politics done right depends. All right. Uh, Alistair says, Egberto, do you have a transcript available? Do you mean a transcript available for the entire show? No, but guess what? YouTube does it automatically. If you take a look at YouTube, there's a transcript of the show. Sometimes they have a few words that they get wrong. Uh, so the answer is yes at YouTube. They automatically do speech recognition, which gives a transcript to the program. Anyhow, the first thing I want to address is Deb Denny. Deb, let me find the comment that she made. She says, Egberto, there have been an alarming number of CIA agents dead since last October added to CIA Remembrance Wall. That's why I posted what I did. And uh, there, you know, that has been spoken under the radar for quite some time now. And I am wondering if there is some, some information on Donald Trump on, uh, you know, having all this classified information. And I'm not, we're not talking just classified. We're talking about top secret information that has location of the people that we have in different countries overseas that are there. That, you know, I mean, this, this explosion started in October of finding all these dead CIA agents. I don't know, but, you know, you, you, know, you kind of put one and one together. You have to ask the questions. We're not going to turn it into what we know as, a, what do you call it again, conspiracy theories. We'll wait for the facts to come out. Now, the second thing I want to address is Daniel Ledo. Daniel Ledo seems to think that, um, that, that Biden is going against an ideology. So what I'm going to do before is I, I, I'd like to play a piece from a journalist. This journalist is with The Atlantic. And he said something that I want all of you to hear first. And then we'll go ahead and address some further issues on Donald Trump having all this, uh, not only what Donald Trump has as far as the spy data, etc., but also what he has done to a sect in this country. Let's listen to this and then take it on the other side. Uh, well, uh, like I said, let's listen to this and then we'll take it on the other side. So I think if the president hadn't given this speech, he would have been derelict in his duty as the chief executive in his uh, constitutional duty to defend the Constitution of the United States. The Constitution is under attack. It's under attack from an organized um, from the majority of an organized political party. <clears throat> and for him not to acknowledge that reality in public would have been a dereliction of his duty. Uh, but I, I almost um, I thought the attempt to divide out the MAGA Republicans, um, you know, he, I understood why he had to do it. That was a political uh, mm -hmm. formula to say, I understand that there are still somewhere out there centrist Republicans. But the MAGA Republicans have taken over the institutional Republican Party and its elected members. There are, you know. When he talks about working with Republicans, I think it's a tough sell to say, who who are they? Who are these, um, you know, rational and reasonable Republicans left um, that you're working with? And I think, you know, he, to, to hit that point to say, look, this isn't um, you know, this is not. I, and he did say this. These are not normal times. Um, this is not a normal political movement. Um, and and then he kind of did, there was a kind of a digression of things like prescription drugs and other stuff that I think probably didn't need to be in the speech. Uh, but to mm -hmm. kind of pound the, the lectern and say, as he did when he said, vote, 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 because this is not just another p petty uh, policy disagreement. This is for all the marbles. Now, here's what's important. There are many who are saying 
by the president talking about MAGA Republicans that somehow he's going, he's attacking an ideology just because it's different than his own, which isn't something we should do, right? There are conservatives and there are progressives. Conservatives think a, a certain way. They want things done a certain way. Progressives want things done another way. Let the people decide. Let the people vote and decide. Uh, what the president went against or what he called the MAGA Republicans are those, uh, and he also called those same uh, leaders of that MAGA Republican group, he also refers to them as uh, semi-fascist. I don't even know why he put the semi in front of there. I call them outright fascists, right? Because of what they want. They want to rule undemocratically for the things that they want to do, and they want to harm those who disagree with them. It's that simple. That's a statement of fact. There are MAGA Republicans who are the ones that kind of follow Trump, and then there are the leaders who are the real evil ones that will cause these people to do wrong because people are influenced by their leaders. And that's the only reason Donald Trump got the second most amount of votes in American elective presidential history. We have to accept that. Donald Trump got a lot of votes. And that's why Nichols here says, you know... Why did he really make such a distinction about MAGA Republicans and Republicans itself? Because there is that distinction. But yes, there's still a good 80% of Republicans that even though they're not, they're not fascists like their leaders, they are willing to, to follow these guys because the, the hate that have been created for the left. The, the, the false hate, the caricature that they've made of the left, these people are saying, well, we better go with these guys because those leftists are even worse. That is what we have to fight. That is what we have to work with. So he was not, the president was not going against a conservative ideology. Let's take that one step further because I want to read something from one of our regulars here, Daniel, Daniel Ledo. He says, Biden declared war on millions of his fellow Americans last night criminalized ideology, and gave the entire executive branch a new enemy to pursue. Historic, to say the least, and Egberto is ignoring it. Egberto, do you agree with Biden? Yes, but Biden didn't go as far as I would. Is you, uh, I think you meant, uh, are you ideological and political for a clear and present danger to American democracy? Yes, the MAGA Republican uh, Party that portion that's fascist, they are a clear and present danger to America. So the answer to that is yes. If so, what's the plan to combat this enemy from within? The president gave the answer to that in his speech as well. Vote, vote, and vote. Make sure that the vote is so overwhelming against MAGA that it is no doubt that the winners are, in fact, those that are anti-MAGA. Not that progressives win, not that Democrats win, but anti-fascists, anti-MAGA wins. That is the answer the president said. At the same time, he says, violence is never an option. Never an option. The only people that are speaking about violence is MAGA Republicans who say, even many have said, we just think we may have to pick up arms. You will never hear that from the left. You will never hear that 
from moderate Republicans. And let's go one step further to prove it's not ideological. All of the very conservative Republicans have left the party or have spoken out against the party. Uh, starting with the, the one of the newest leaders in 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 Cheney, in Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney is more conservative than Mona McDonald, the leader of the Republican, the RNC, than Rana, uh, uh, you know, Romney. Right? She is much more conservative. We have most of your most conservative. Republicans leaving the party because they understand that Donald Trump, the corrupt, the evil, the person with no soul, the person that's a thief, the person that's a thug, they understand that this one guy has been a cancer, has been a cancer to that party. And yes, I do not hold that against, you know, I have friends that peer pressure still works with them and will that stop them from being my friend no i will work with them because you know what's a true friend do you know what's a true someone who really cares about you somebody who really cares about you says the following i understand that you're doing something wrong right now but you know what i'll be there for you i understand that you are doing something i'm going to try to change you i'm going to try to open the doors for you i'm going to try to have you see the light? Somebody who doesn't care about you. Somebody who doesn't care about your humanity. They'll just let you go. Go do the crap that you're doing. Go kill yourself. Go do that. Somebody who cares about you, invest in you. Invest in you not only necessarily financially, but invest in you morally. Invest in you spiritually. Invest in you however they can. That is real care. You know? You want to know the reason why I don't do things like, oh, just throw people under the bus? That's why I wrote this. It's worth it. How to talk to your right-wing relatives, friends, and neighbor. I could change right-wing to a lot of other things. I could change it to a lot of other things. But it is about caring. So all the MAGA folks, that even those that are my followers, you're not going to lose me as somebody who cares about you just for the heck of it. Because you know what? If you really care about where we're at, and we know that nobody's going anywhere, we care about setting things right. All right. Let's see what else we got here. What time is it? Oh, wow. It's 3.50 already. Did I have... I played that one for you already. So anyhow, let me go ahead and get back to the... To the Carl, Carl Cox says, Biden... Let me, let me make sure and uh, not get past too many people. If I Look. A lot of this stuff, I get scrolling from Twitter, scrolling from Twitch, scrolling from everywhere, Okay. All concentrate. If I miss you, don't take it out against me. Some, sometimes you guys, oh, you left, you're not listening to what I'm saying. Look, it's just going. If uh, Do what Deb Denny does. When, I, when Deb Denny throws something in there, if I don't see it, she throws it in there again. And she's like, damn it, Egberto, you're going to read this sucker. Just do it. If I miss you, I miss you, and I'll, you know, just send me something. All right. Deb Denny says, Egberto Willis. Uh, well, I saw, I read that one already. Norman says, I think following the logic of Daniel Edo, there was just a difference of option of those who seceded from the union. I got you. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, I do not know from E2247. I do not know. Oh, wait. First, but he says, Egberto Willis, I guess it for the radio. Peeps, Spanish. No, the reason I, I went to, I was thinking about cutting the Spanish out and putting it separately, but I didn't have enough cover. 
And then I said, you know what, though? I have a lot of people that, that would hear the Spanish in it and then start listening to the program because they understand that we are going to cover those issues as well. And not only that, but if they needed a, some sort of instantiation in Spanish, that we can do that here as well. That's all. It's just using whatever assets I have to uh, communicate further. Nothing more, nothing less. Norman Reynolds says, if calling the declaration of war from the right out is considered declaration of war, we are not to classify. <laughs> we are not classifying things correctly. You got that right, Norman. Uh, Alistair Waters says, and anything shared during the live show isn't accessible after it airs at two two seven. No, no, no. After it airs, I tested that. The only problem uh, is that you have to do it in real time. I've noticed. In other words, if you go play the tape. In other words, if you go and, and, and do the real show, I'm not talking about the one that I reprocess, but I'm talking about the live one. There are two, there are two versions, right? There's a live one and you can do, that, that has all the data in there, and then there's the one that I process and then re-upload. That's not going to have our conversation today, but the other one will. So maybe I need to make that a little clearer somewhere. Uh, if you go to our, if you go to our um, page... You'll see, it, it'll almost look like there's, there are two of the same show, one longer than the other one. The longer one is the one that was done live. The shorter one is the one that I had to post it. All right, let's see what else we got here. Para ver, para ver, para ver. Let's see. Deb Dennis Egberto, yes, it has been reported that he had names of human assets. That's why they're doing the National Security Risk Review. Okay, I had not seen that one. Thank you for that info, Deb Denny. Uh, let's see, E2247, full docket of Southern District, uh, Florida 22. Man, the guy's in trouble, man. But he says the GOP has not uh, been normal for a while, so voting the party is not thinking. No looking at people voting record, just voting GOP all the time. Wake up, how is your life going? Hmm, very good point, very good point. Uh, but he says, so Egberto Willis, if I told you I uh, had a beautiful body, would you hold it against me? No, I would never hold. Why would I hold that against you? Why would I hold that against you? I would be like, hey, thank you. I mean, even if you're just trying to make me feel good. <laughs> Kathy Pascal says, we must talk policy. What do you Republicans stand for? It looks as if they are self-distracting. They are all showing themselves for who they are. People are getting sick of all the chaos. Remember, guys, before this fever broke, I told you guys when all of many of you laughed at me when I said it's going to be a blue wave. It's not that, that we are retaining the House and the Senate. Many of you laughed. I said, no, it's going to happen. At Net Roots, I told the, I told the co-founder of Bold Progressives. Oh, let me see. I read that wrong, silly. Okay, let me read that again. Uh, Bree says, so Egberto Willis, if I told you, you had a beautiful body. Would you hold that against me laughing my ass off? You're going to have to, correct. You're going to, have to help me out there, uh, my beautiful breach, because I guess I don't follow. <laughs> if I told you that you have a beautiful body, would you hold it against me? No. Oh, no. <laughs> breach, you're giving me a hard time here. All right, let's see what else we got here. Let's see what else we got here. Para ver, para ver, para ver, para ver. Okay, my mouse is messing up on me, but I need to get to it. All right. Norman Ronald said, the GOP is not separate from MAGA Trump Republicans. These, are fasc these fascists have been supported and coddled 
but by the leadership as the base of the party, Trump decided to officially embrace the group. Ding, 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 ding. There you go. Ding, ding, ding. Now, uh, Daniel Ledo's nice deflection. You must admit it that if fascists won elections, you would just allow it. So is that true? You would, uh, Daniel, I, I, Daniel, I don't think you're, you're making sense on that one, my brother. I don't think you are. You're not. All right, let's see what else we got here. What else we got here? What else we got here? Para ver, para ver, para ver. Um, I'm scrolling up. I'm scrolling up. I'm scrolling up. I'm scrolling up. Let's see what else we have. Uh, Daniel says, I wonder how many Germans said that about Hitler. Oh, well, Hitler won. Glad I'm not a Jew. Daniel, sometimes you worry me. Really, 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 sometimes you worry me. But you know what? It's okay. We still love you out here. Uh, Bridge MCP said, not much to Kathy, Pascal. Uh, what else we got here? Okay, folks, I got two minutes. So throw some stuff in the, in the feed that you want me to talk about in these last two minutes. You know what I did today? I said I'm only going to do two videos, a short one and a long one. And maybe I'll have more time to handle some of the stuff. Carl Cox says uh, that the MAGA Republicans want a one-party state country ruled by cult leader Trump. Dems don't want a one-party state. No, I believe I look. Let me let me let me tell you what I really want, right? I I want I want people in all forms to have a say. Okay, let's see. Every case comes with one. Egberto, here is what your group you support doing to your area you live in putting you at risk. The Democratic majority on Commissioner's Court has proven that it won't play fair. It's up to voters to create a new majority in November and right this wrong. People's lives are at risk. Brother, dream. Continue to be, continue allow yourself to be lied to if you choose to. I won't. Again, just for, lo for folks who don't know locally, we have a lot of issues with commissioner's court and our local, our own local MAGA, etc. Be prepared. Lina Hidalgo will continue being commissioner's court, the, lead, the, the most important and the leading Republican in Harris County. She's going nowhere. She will win in a landslide in Harris County. That will be, so be prepared. You got four more years of Lina Hidalgo. The same goes for all the other and, and you're going to lose a Republican on commissioner's court. It's going to be likely four to one. Okay? And the reason it's going to be four to one is the exact reason the president had to make the speech. Because even real Republicans are, repugged, are repulsed by what the MAGA Republicans have become. Repulsed by what they've become. A completely group of folks that live in a different stratosphere. In a that that want to live on 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 uh, uh, conspiracy theories, etc. Because of and I won't I don't have enough time to go through this the pathology right now. But all I'm going to tell you is if you if you change your pathology to a pathology of love instead, it's amazing how much things will get better. How much things will get better, and about flooding. I gave, again, if you used to read my blogs as opposed to reading the crap that Republican, uh, MAGA, MAGA Republicans in Houston put out, 
you realize that Bush dropped the ball year with the flooding in Houston and and that big tunnel that we were going to make between Harris County, the ship channel, that would have drained much of what floods Houston right now. You have no interest in learning history. You have no interest in learning what has happened before. Kathy Pascual say, Pascal says, Sarah Palin defeated, made my day. Another coup, coup bites the dust. There may be hope. Absolutely. I, it's not about hope, uh, my dear, beautiful Kathy. It is about what we are going to do. We don't sit and hope. We execute. My name is Egberto. Oh, don't forget, folks. Please remember to support the program. Go to poli- I'm going to give the one. Um, go get my book at politicsunright.com slash books. Politicsunright.com slash books. And the place to find all the different ways of supporting us is at politicsunright.com slash support. Politicsunright.com slash support. And please don't forget to get our books, politics, or rather support my, um, the, what is it again? My last trip. Still trying to cover that. Last trip to Pittsburgh where I get all these great interviews and spoke to these people. Politicsandright.com slash netroots. Politicsandright.com slash netroots. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics and Right. You guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Oh! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.